Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Chris, and Sharpie. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. We don't have Lauren tonight. She's she's out frolicking with her family in Georgia, nonetheless. She's down in our neck of the woods. She should be north of D.C. by now. Not that I'm tracking her in in, in a stalkerish kind of. Yes, just because she keeps tracking me. Mm-hmm. You've got the tracker app on your phone, don't you? I should. Ew. Run away, Lauren! It's a trap. <laughs> Run. Run far away. She, you know what? She didn't mind sharing her room with me at Sandals. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Did you put like a teddy bear camera in her house or something? No, but that's an excellent idea. Okay. We're starting off way too creepy. So yeah, It is creepy, isn't it? Just for everyone's knowledge, we, um, like Chris just said, we just got back from the Sandals Resorts in Jamaica. So we'll do another full show. I know it's not Disney related, so we'll. But it's fun related. Yeah, so we'll call it, it out related. as a sandals and beaches show. So anybody who's interested in going to sandals or beaches, we spent a week and toured nine, nine. Well, technically ten. Ten. We went to ten different resorts. So because we did pineapple, we know it a was lot. fantastic. Yeah, so that's the, that that's, is what you need to know. But what we're gonna do because this is primarily you know Disney and Central Orlando or Central Florida, Orlando area. Uh, we will be very clear in the title because some of you may have zero interest in this and some yes. of you may have interest and you'll be able to distinguish um, what we're talking about right off the bat. Yep. So this week we're doing listener questions. Always exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, as usual, I'd like you to go ahead and head up the questions for us and we'll chime in. Okay. So Travis writes, I'm interested in purchasing an annual pass. Can you go over the different levels and prices for DVC members and non-members? Also, is the year start on the purchase date or year or the date of purchase or the date you first use it? That's a really easy one. It's the day you first use it. I've heard of people buying family members annual passes and then the family member doesn't actually use the pass for six months. That's when it starts. That's good. Okay, so that's going to be convenient if you want to uh, get your annual pass for a future visit and everyone else has perhaps a a package, they have their tickets, you can go ahead and get your fast passes then. Yes. One thing that we highly recommend is if you do uh, book with a Pixie, uh, if you choose one of your favorite mouse chat Pixie agents, uh, buy a 10-day park hopper, water park fun and more ticket, uh, and then you can use the price of that ticket to upgrade to an annual pass. So, and you can do that while you're at the parks. You just have to make sure that you have at least one day left, uh, admission left on your ticket. That way it's, you have uh, essentially a year to pay off the upcharged annual pass. Well, and another thing I would say is um, if you're going to upgrade your annual pass, and I know sometimes people wait until the end of their trip because they, they really get into it and they think, you know what, I really want to go back. But if you kind of think you're going to do it or you know you're going to do it, do it the first day because you get those discounts starting the first day. And if you have kids or you have, you know, people who just like to buy souvenirs and things like that, it's 10% off. And so you don't want to have been buying things your entire trip and then on that day seven or whatever go, okay, I'm getting the annual pass because you'll miss out on those discounts. Very true. Oh, good. Good info. So now um, this this isn't going to work, right? If I... Like if I want to get an annual pass like 10 years from now, could I buy it 
now and hold on to the cube the kind of coupon piece and then it, turn it in. Yes. What? Yes, actually. Seriously? Although I think they've put it, I'm not sure they've one of our readers or one of our listeners can tell us, I believe they've put an end to that. So it used to be your voucher mm. was good indefinitely, but it may be that there's a slight upcharge that you would have to pay that upcharge. I, I don't right. know. Yeah. I kind of remember reading something about that, but I didn't pay attention because I go from annual pass to annual pass. I don't ever have any lag time. The nice thing about having an annual pass too is like, you know, you, Travis asked about a or DVC discounts. If you bought the bottom of the line and now there are all kinds of different passes, by the way, but as a DVC member, you qualify for the same annual pass that a Florida resident does, which is called a gold pass. That's $549 plus tax. But if you renew it, it's only $466 plus tax. So keep that in mind. Mm. You've got 30 days to renew. There is a, a fairly big discount when you renew. So, and if you are interested, I know that you asked about the different levels. Um, I don't want to bore everyone with the price levels because not everyone is going to get an annual pass. But if you just go to the Disney Vacation Club page, they'll tell you about those discounts, Travis. And anyone can read those, even non-DVC members. All right. All right. Good to know who's up next. Okay. All right. So we asked for questions. We got a ton of questions today. Thank you, everyone. And here's, here's the first one. So Kathleen writes, we are booked at Universal Orlando for the first week of October. We made reservations at Sapphire Falls to stay at the new resort. We have three-day park-to-park admission tickets with Halloween Horror Nights added on for one night. And the Hollywood Horror... Sorry. Hollow... Is that there a... She writes Hollywood Horror Night Express Pass. I think that was an error. Halloween Horror Night Express Pass. That's a good idea. Do we need the Express Passes this time of year for the day portion of our visit? There are two adults going. And I think that two adults is actually important information. Hmm. I don't know what, I don't know what the lions are like. Do you know what they're like in, in October? October for the daytime? They're actually pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Can I, can I tell you guys a secret? Yeah. I tell people not to get that express pass. Ever or in October? I, well, I think it's necessary if it's a big holiday week, but I think overall, and you know, cause we have passes and we go over there all the time. I think overall you don't need it. It's nothing like Disney world. And we like it when it comes free with the room. So yeah, that that's where it's a good value versus paying almost ninety dollars per. See, when I was there in April, mm-hmm. I would have killed to have had it. Was it packed? It like yeah, all it of the lines break. were were sixty eighty minutes long. Ugh. Um, yeah, that that it's because essentially I I was there. I, I was in Universal the day that Dapper Day was happening at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people who who like knew that that Magic Kingdom would be a little more crowded than normal, especially with locals. I think a lot of people went to Universal instead. But but the lines, my experience was the lines were super long. Uh, I mean, over an hour for for your major attractions. Um, but yeah, I I would have I I I was very close to paying for for. Uh, for express pass. Yeah. Yeah. Because time, definitely time is money at, at those parks. And we well, love and doing that, the hotels. Cause well, the three top hotels 
you get the express pass for everybody in your party. If you just stay one night, you get it for two full days. You get it for your check-in yep. and your checkout day. And so it's like a $90 value per person. Well, and that, that value varies by season and, yeah. and actually by how many they sell, which is interesting. Really? I didn't know that part. They limit how many they sell. Hmm. Um, so it, it's truly, well, okay. So maybe the price isn't dependent upon how many they're going to sell, but the price is dependent on the crowds they expect and yeah. the season. Well, that kind of ties together too. So now I'm just going in circles. Okay. No, I, I kind of get what you're saying. But they do I, limit, they have, it, it's not like they do 10,000 every day or 3,000 every yeah. day. It can be a thousand one day and 5,000 another day, depending on what they're expecting as far as crowd levels. And um, it varies. Um, I think that, I mean, I would say in October, I don't think you necessarily need it. The only problem you're going to run into in October is that they have Halloween Horror Nights like almost every night. And so the parks are closing fairly early, like six o'clock at one, eight o'clock at the other. So, and they don't open to like nine or 10, right? And so you're, you're probably going to feel like you're not getting the maximum day out of your visit that you, as, as you would at like Walt Disney world. So mm-hmm. maybe in that case, having the express pass is nice, but I've been there the day before Thanksgiving and it was so, it was so slow that they were actually waving people into the express pass lines from the regular line. Mm. So now the you know, Halloween horror night that she's going to go to, she was, she hinted at, I think the RIP instead of the VIP yeah. pass. I think it's necessary there. Everyone I've ever talked to has said, get the Halloween uh, Horror Nights Express Pass. Yeah. So the RIP. um, Now we did the RIP that we did was like a private tour. You got a tour guide and we went literally in every haunted house. um, And some of those haunted houses had two hour plus lines and there was no way. And you get front doored to every single haunted uh haunted house so we saw everyone in in one night but it's it's pricey and we did it um just as a kind of a learning experience but so i don't think we would have there's no way we could have afforded to have paid that ourselves but there's a lot of people that do it and if you're going for the haunted houses it makes sense i think it does i was very impressed with the rip service yeah it was very well it was very well done did it allow you to rest in peace, Lisa? It did. It did. Even they even took us to a little bar. What? We took they took us to a bar at Men in Black. Down oh, below. they did. Yeah, in the where right. you're, and we got to like be in the Men in Black like pre-show area. I got my pictures with the little green aliens and the and everything. Disney would like never let you into a pre-show area where you're like in there with the characters, you know, drinking drinks. So, touching things. Yeah. And I'm like touching things. I'm reading the papers on the desks, on the men in black desks and stuff and sitting in the chairs. So it was fun. Well, and people were still going on the ride and they're looking down at you like, who are they? <laughs> like waving up at them. Hi. Yeah. That was our little RIP cocktail break area. But yeah. All right. Very good. All right. Next one. Okay. This is a two part question. And I, I actually like this second question because I'd like to get all your opinion. Perry writes, we are planning a trip to Disney World next year, and we were there around nine years ago. Is Hollywood Studios worth v- revisiting with all the refurbishments going on? 
Yes. If you like Star Wars. What do you think? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Versus, I mean, versus, it's like if you're only there a couple days. No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If he's there like two, three, four days I, and you have to cut a park out, I would cut Hollywood Studios. Short trip, no Hollywood Studios, five days or longer, definitely go. Especially if you like Star Wars. And I, and I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it next week and I will try to periscope it. Um, the fireworks over there, the Star Wars show is supposed to be really good. Yeah. So that's now playing, which is the new Star Wars. What's it called? I don't know. Like nighttime suspect, nerds in the sky or something. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there, what's the official name? I don't know. But there's a Star Wars. Isn't it? Something summer force awakens. Force awakens. Yeah. The force awakens in the sky. I don't know. There's like a big show. Somebody texted me from, it was Mandy actually, who congratulations on your new job, Mandy. Um, Somebody texted me and said, it was Mandy. And she said, "Um, Hey, this is the best thing ever. And I don't even like star Wars. So I'm sure it is. So, and I've heard that you need to be up close to the Chinese theater, which is. She said to the left. Okay. To the left by the Chinese theater. So yeah. you can see the projections on the theater. Yeah. Um, I'll so. let you know. She and I are going to go. She's, um, she's got your perfect spot. Yeah. Scouted out. She, she scouted out everything. She did the frozen ride. She did Soren, the new Soren. So mm-hmm. we're going to do everything next week. And, um, she's going to wear us out, I think. All right, so, cool. so this is a good one. And actually we can totally answer this with 100% certainty. Corey writes, I've gotten several different answers on this. We are traveling as six adults with three different rooms on three different booking reservation numbers. How does it work with dining? Will one person from each reservation need to swipe their band? Yes. Someone told me the meals would be pooled. No. I hope this isn't the case. You're in luck, Corey. It's not the case. I was hoping to keep all the meals and snacks separate per party. Thoughts? I think you just answered it. I did. It's it's totally separate. There's no way they would be pooled. And whoever somebody is somebody's wrong. So, (laughs) all right. Next one. Sounds good. Okay. Nikki writes, trying to decide when to go in 2017 spring break and their spring break is March 25th through April 1st. Um, immediately after school gets out on the 24th or the first week of June arriving the day after a Memorial day. This is a good one. I like this one. Sharpie, when would you get, when would you pick out of those three? Uh, I would probably have to say spring break in hopes of catching flower and garden. Mm, I like that. And plus that's before the heat really cranks up. Well, that's true too. Yeah. I like it. You're, I, th- I really do think your, your crowds are going to be a little bit lower. Yeah. Out of those during- three choices. Oh no! I'd tell you with the crowds. Uh, first first week of June, baby. First week That's of June. true because and and see when I think of late late March, I don't think of spring break because it, oftentimes Easter does move. So it, honestly, it all depends on when when Easter falls during that. So when is Easter next year? That would be a big portion or big 
decision factor. I believe it's it's that end of end of March, I think. I think it is too. So I would say don't go March. The 24th is good, but you know when's really good? That first week of June. And you know why? Gay days. Because a lot of people think, I don't want to go because it's going to be like a big pride parade, but it's not. It's just families going. And so what you end up having is very, like the best weekend I have ever had at Disney World was gay days. There were no crowds. It was just easy peasy. And that's first weekend of June? It is. Like, I think 2017, it starts, the Saturday is the third, I think. That's the big day. Saturday's Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. So. In 2017, Easter is on April 16th. So that oh. week, week of March 25th through April 1st would be great. Not bad. Yeah. It's going to be a little crowded, but yeah. the weather's going to be great. Mm, yeah. want to go. I know. Uh, I need I, to go. I do live. Go ahead. No, I just need to get back down there. It's been, I don't know. It's, it's been, been a, a while, long time. Unlike the rest of you. Sorry, Steve. I know. Some of us have to work for the man. <laughs> 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 All righty. Next one. Paul Stevens, right? I'm looking into booking wilderness lodge for next summer, probably nine nights after Memorial day. Do you guys have any further info on the refurbishment taking place, such as the projected finish and how much it's affecting the resort right now? Ooh, Sharpie might know. It isn't affecting the resort uh, a whole a whole great deal right now. Um, especially like whenever you consider the pool and courtyard area, all that, all that's kind of kind of open for business. Um, the beach, the beach is gone. Uh, and I, I'm not sure there will ever be a beach come back to Wilderness Lodge. Uh, our experience with the beach at Wilderness Lodge was actually fairly terrible because it's so, it was really, really close to the lake. Uh, and there really wasn't water contact on the beach. It ended up just being a lot of bugs. So it was actually kind of, it was kind of, yeah, it was pretty itchy. Um, but I would say by, by, by this time next year, I think, I think you'll be, I think you'll be just fine. There, there's still going to be some construction going on, um, and they are transitioning some of the main lodge into DVC rooms. So the construction levels are going to pick up and fall a little bit as they transition to different phases of the construction project. But in all honesty, you're not going to know what the resort's going to be like until about maybe two months before your visit. It all depends on what their construction timeline is. And it's really hard to get that stuff nailed down with public information. It totally is. Yeah. But I guess all the cabins or whatever, they're kind of off to one side, right? So no, they're they're along the water on both both uh, sides of the resort. I okay. mean, these cabins are gonna stretch almost over uh to from from what I've been able to tell on the maps, almost over to the road that goes to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, okay, I, mean, I know what you're talking about. It's gonna be wow. pretty pretty extensive. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Th- this hmm. is a, a whole new DVC property that they're adding. To this resort. This it's isn't not an, an expansion. expansion of villas. Yeah. This is a whole new, whole new shebang. Um, because it's, it's the transition of some lodge rooms as well as the construction of the, the cabins. Okay. Well, I hope they're lodge rooms. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. That one was bad, but it sounded Lisa. like it, right, it was pretty bad. That was bad. Oh, I'll yeah. take that one. That's okay. That's okay. You have to have a bad one now and then. They're all bad. Yeah, I know. But, you know, 
Because it's going to be Boulder Ridge Villas uh, and Cooper Creek Villas and cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Why do I want to stay in a cabin there? Because it's... I could stay at a cabin at Fort Wilderness. Oh, because but these are glamping. These are more uh, like glamping than camping, I guess, right? I'm, you know, I'm How actually going to that well, That's the word. See, I should be in social media, Chris. Yeah, um, you're like hip. Glamping, emoji, emoji, hashtag, wilderness Kitty lodge. Cat. You're good. See? Um, I have to Just say- stop I'm, it, Lisa. Can you I'm, stop it for us? I can't. I'm actually staying at Fort Wilderness Cabins um, next weekend. Wow. And I'm- Totally dreading it. They just redid them. Yeah, it should be nice. I want to see the, pictures. Send pictures. Yeah, they're beautiful they're, now. You know what? They're still cabins. Okay. Well, they're actually oh like, my gosh. A snake could get in there. No. I'm not taking, I just, I'm dreading it anyway. All right. A snake could get in anywhere. I know, Take but pictures. not in the like 14th floor at so what page. What made you decide <laughs> to stay in a cabin? It was so cheap and I needed like two days added on to my DVC reservation. And I was like, what the heck? So. The, the annual pass discount was ridiculously low. Huh. So, yeah. And the kids, the boys kind of wanted to do it because, you know, they're so, they're so manly. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes. But. I look forward to hearing about it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have a great review. And we're going to Tiffin's. Okay. Anyway. One more. Let's do one more. All right, show. Steve. Hold on, wait. Can I jump in with one? Yeah. I, I have to, I have to steal this for just a minute because Zach asked. Your favorite jelly belly. All right. I don't know what a jelly belly is. What? You don't know what a jelly jelly belly is? Come on. And she's supposed to be disgusting. All right, Sharpie. Very cherry. I'm boring, but very cherry. Do you know what? I have to say I like the popcorn ones. Oh, Oh, me too. I like the popcorn ones. They're horrible. I have one other favorite that that will out pop the popcorn, and that is the juicy pear. That Mm, one is good. Tasty. That's my dad's favorite. Do you know what? I don't bother eating those because, like, pretty much if it's not chocolate or caramel, I don't care about dessert, but... Yeah, they're just like, I don't know. They're, they're good. But I do like you, making a pina colada one. You always end up with like oh, the brown and black ones left. You know, you, How start, do you, you start Did you say through. you make a pina colada with yeah. one? You don't make things? That's the best part what? about Jelly Belly. Making is a this, peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Did you mix, you get mm. the mix menu. Oh, I, I was like imagining you throwing mm. them into a blender. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, Lisa, do a Dr. Pepper jelly bean with a very cherry. Okay. It will change your life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's a bit extreme, but it is pretty tasty. It's a pretty tasty. You don't know my life very well. It could very well change my life. Never know. Never know. Yeah. A a very cherry Dr. Pepper. So I had to let you, I had to let you hijack the the show for a minute, Zach. I saw your question and couldn't, couldn't bypass it. That was totally fine. So Steve, it was, it was a was great yours? distraction. I don't know. I like the mix. It's been a while since I've had a Jelly Belly. But you like those? I used to I like buy the, those. For yeah, you. the pina colada is, is really nice. And I, it's like tangerine is good. Oh, tangerine is really good. Mm. Peach is good. But what's wrong with you people? You're eating like fake food. I, we love, the yeah. coconut is very overwhelming, but when you do put it with the pineapple, it's good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so being able to mix them up too. is good. Mm. The espresso ones are pretty good too. It's kind of like the it's kind of like eating an espresso bean without the gritty stuff in it. Mm. Mm, I would imagine with a little sweetness. There you go. Kind of like mouse chat. Without the grittiness. Well, then it, we do have a little bit of grit. Unless Chris Wood's on. Yes. 
All right. <laughs> so we've got to actually do two more questions because okay. the second one is a good one. Keep going. And okay. So Kathleen writes, and this is going to be easy. She has another question and she wants to know how is the noise at the DVC side of the poly from the ferry? How's that ferry noise? Ah, it was awful. Ah, it, it woke now. Okay. I'm not really a light sleeper, but it woke me up like 20 times in, in like a two hour period. It was really obnoxious. However, your mileage may vary. And you were in the villas, right? I was in the, I was in the little studios and, you know, we weren't even that close to that, to the end of that one building. That's like right on the water there. Um, it was bad. So I know exactly where she's talking about. And, uh, yeah, you know, bring earplugs. Personally, I don't want to sleep with earplugs in, but you know, Garpings were so loud that we could actually hear conversations on the boats. Get out, really? Yeah, we, yeah, we could. Wow. And one night there was like there was a, a, a tour group that came across, and you know how the tour groups chant and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, we could hear them all the way across the lake. It was it's, well, but it was, a tour it was group crazy. chant, I, you could see that. But normal conversations? Yeah, we could hear we could hear people talking on oh, the boat. We, we were that close. It was, I, I, it was so bad. I kept thinking if I had spent a ton of money to stay in those three bedroom villas, I would be having a cow at this point yeah. because yeah, we were only staying two or three nights in, in a, um, in a studio. studio. So we weren't even as close to the water as what we could have been. Oh, that's going to be tough. It's going to be a hard sale. Yeah. For having to deal with that and having no resolution. Kathleen, when you get back, send me a message on the Mouse Chat Facebook page and let me know how it went. Because, you know, maybe maybe Sharpie and I are snowflakes. I'm not ruling that out. So we Sharpie, could be I delicate. Think she just called you a snowflake. I, I sleep you know, with the radio on, so I'm used to noise. And I even, even we woke up early in the morning when the horns were going full. Because from the time that they pull into the dock, they have to honk their horn. It, it's law. Mm-hmm. So God, they are... Annoying. Yeah, and it is it is it is not a quiet boat horn. So no. you're talking about the boat, boat horn, and quiet. I'm trying to figure out what kind of music you fall asleep to. Yeah, let's oh, just you know, be honest. Like I listen to public sex. radio. No way, really. <laughs> oh yeah, twenty four seven practically. Do you really now? So you never sleep to music? No, like our our public radio here is music. They have uh, classical. But it's got to be classical, night. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like NPR. Like, hi, it's Fresh Air. Oh, no, no, no. That's in the afternoons. Okay. But then, of course, we do here here in West Virginia with the, uh, with our, West Virginia has one public radio station that has repeaters around the state. So everyone in the state hears the same thing. Uh, so every, every Saturday morning at seven o'clock is the People's Pharmacy. What is that about? Oh, you've got to look for it. We, we get to hear commercials about the Squatty Potty. The toilet oh, stool. nice. Yeah, Exactly. Nice. An utterly smooth utter cream. <laughs> that for cows? No, it's it's out. it's a it's a hand lotion. Oh, oh now with more out. urea. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh dear! And Jesse absolutely hates Monday nights because it's Monday nights at the Met, so it's opera uh, on Monday nights. Right. So yeah, I I don't mind it. Nice. I. I I, I'm I'm a classy guy. I like opera. Was know? that the second part there? Oh, Chris? oh no, that was um hers only. 
And there's one more. And then we should do a second show because we have a bazillion of these, which is lovely. Okay. Okay. Our final question on this show, we're going to get to the rest of them as soon as we can. But Candace writes, what is the scoop with Dapper Day? I see cool pictures online and it seems like everyone is dressed up. What's the percentage of people who participate versus just dress normally? What are tips to make the most of the day if I don't the most of the day, if I don't dress up, but I'm visiting during a dapper day. Mm. So dapper day is totally my thing. I think you go to all of them, don't you? I do. And I'll tell you why, because I am a kind of person. I like my heels high and my skirts big and dapper day is perfect for me because otherwise if I go to target in a crinoline, people just stare at me strangely, but I can go to Disney world wearing one and you know, I fit right in. So I would say, it really depends. I, I want to say 30 to 40%. I mean, the last one we went to, a lot of people were dressed up. No one, it, you know, no one really sticks to anything like, you know, it has to be vintage or it has to have a vintage look or anything. I mean, you see people from all kind of eras, you know, we saw people dressed up like it was the 1920s. We saw people dressed up like it was the seventies. Most people sent, tend to stick with the fifties and, um, you see like whole families, grandma down to little toddlers running around. It's pretty cute, um, but you're not going to feel out of place and just enjoy it. They have a big, they have several different events during the day. They'll do a big, um, they'll follow one of the parades and that's pretty cute. And they usually do a ride or something. So now, it's just fun. Now it used to be big at Disneyland in California and then they kind of started at, at Disney yeah. World. Now is Disney World kind of just the same amount of crowd your participants? You know, I, I want to say that the girls out in Disneyland, to me, just from looking at the pictures, seem like they're more like, they're more into it. Like their costume, their outfits were more like on point. Whereas at World, people were all over the place. But they have and, a big sort of vintage scene out in Los Angeles. So And plus it's it's mainly locals. So it's it's yeah. coming from their home, not on vacation. Yeah, it's really hard to tote a crinoline or two on vacation, as I can attest to. Um, but yeah, no, Dapper Day is awesome. Like, I will go to every Dapper Day until you have to push me in my wheelchair, and I'll still have on a big poofy dress, maybe. <laughs> so. Okay. All right, so that's going to wrap up the show, correct? Yes. Everything else will go to the next show. Yes, so look ma'am. for that other show. We're going to have another listener question listener question show. And I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can go to iTunes or to mousechat.net. Download them there. Lots of shows to choose from. And um, let's see. If you have comments, <laughs> if you have comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.